she popped up at the General Hospital. Is it called General Hospital? It is called General Hospital. Welcome back to Generally Not at a Hospital. I am Julia. I have been watching this show for many a year. This is my sister. Um, I'm Claire, and I don't want to say anything else about myself. I want to talk about the insanity that we just That witnessed. was fucking wild. That was the craziest episode of anything I can imagine happening. That was so wild. They, like, eased us into the flashbacks last episode, and I was like, oh, okay, this is filler crap. It was, like, maybe three flashbacks. They were kind of innocuous. And then this episode was, like, all of the flashbacks. Holy shit. It was so intense. Yeah, because last time it was like, it was all flashbacks we'd seen. It was like from a couple days previously or whatever. This was like, here's the entire history of these characters, which is exactly what I need. Yes. So it just filled in all these gaps. Well, there was a couple different types of flashbacks. There was a couple recent ones that just filled in stuff we'd seen in the last few days. Mm -hmm. There were... Further, way further back flashbacks explaining everything about Nell every step of the way. And we saw her and Michael meet for the first time. We saw the entire trajectory of her time in Port Charles. And then there were, <laughs> there was the flashbacks to Jacksonville, Florida in 1995. Because obviously they didn't film anything with Carly at that time. Where they had Jocelyn's actress play Carly and Nina play Carly's mom and fill in that backstory. So they just went all in on the flashbacks. They were like, we're going to do every type of thing you can imagine to fill in the gaps, also stretch well, the runtime. The, well, the, and so that's the distinction, I think, between the, the Jacksonville flashbacks and the other flashbacks, is that the Jacksonville flashbacks were planned and pre-filmed for these episodes, I'm sure well in advance of, you know, global pandemic. Uh-huh. And... Everything else was, they sort of baked in, in order to sort of fill out that runtime, yeah. for sure. So I, I don't think they originally intended for flashbacks on flashbacks on flashbacks, but that is what we got. Yeah, and I'm wondering, I'm really interested to hear your take on what it was like watching that, because you probably had seen most of that material, and so it was just kind of putting it together. Yeah, for the most part. Um, and for me, it was like they answered, that's what I've been wanting this whole time, is like, wait... Who's the, who, how are they connected? What's the backstory? This was like tailor made for me and I'm so excited. I, I can't believe, I, I, I want to know what it was like for you because being someone who has seen most of it and most of that not really being new information, I still felt overwhelmed and like it was being pulled in 85 different directions and like honestly a little turned around because they cut so quickly. It would be like, scene flashback one line of the same scene then a different flashback like it was it was jarring for me so yeah. I can only imagine it was it was seeing you I, I wrote in my notes at one point I wrote I am not okay right now <laughs> um but yeah it was and it seeing the past story how the how the previous storylines were playing out was so helpful and interesting because I started at this one particular point two weeks ago so in my mind, like, oh, Nell is evil. Nell, Nell has always been evil. But seeing how she, like, was in these people's lives w- was super interesting and um, just flushed out a lot of the drama because it can seem so surface level when it's like, rah, I hate you, and they don't really, even just little asides, you don't really see the full picture. So I have a lot of thoughts. I am, I've never been more glad that you take notes chronologically Oh yeah, because I wouldn't. I would not be able to track because when it, when they did the cold opens, I was like, "Oh, that's weird." There's not that many cold opens. It mm. really only set up like maybe three combos of characters, and then sort of Jax came in a little later, I think. So there was really only three, like maybe four sort of scenes happening, which is maybe a little less than we've seen sometimes. And it was because with the sheer amount of flashbacks we saw, like probably at least twice that many characters, so much going on, and I would never be able to keep track of it all if we just tried to remember it or, like, go by scene. So I am I'm happy to let you yeah, take the wheel. This is going to be all over the place a little bit, just like the episode, but 
Um, so I'll just go in order. So my my it starts out very normal, like you said. Like it wasn't until partway through we realized exactly what was happening. So, um, so the the first notes will be very boring because like it was just set up. Um, okay, so Jocelyn is talking to Jason. I really liked that combo. Jason was kind of in advice giving mode in the present and in the flashbacks, which is yeah. super funny. Um, and I'm gonna say this note, which seems very boring, because this is was referenced later. Okay, so Jocelyn and Jason are talking. It's not the same person. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I can see your note, and I know where you were going with okay. that. Okay. But please, okay. pray tell, let it, share with our listeners. All right. Well, shut down immediately. But so Jocelyn <laughs> and Jason, of course, are talking about Nell and her yeah. lawsuit, and then um, he's like, "How'd you get here?" And she's like, "Oh, Tony drove drove me over." So I just wrote, "Okay, Tony is like a driver slash guard." There's another Tony that was mentioned later, and I was like, maybe it's the same Tony. It's very it's much not. very much not. Okay, whatever. Um, I was reminded, and I think I knew this, mm-hmm. but um, Jocelyn said to Jason, he's suing your mom. Nell is suing your mom. Mm-hmm. And I think I forgot that, so Monica Quartermain is Jason's mother. Put a pin in that. It wasn't the most relevant to this episode, but that's yeah. going to be our history corner at the end of this episode. Okay. If we've survived. Right. Um, and I remember you saying something very similar, like someone else alluded to that, and you were like, uh, let's hold off on that. Um, so, pin noted. Um, Nina and Nell had a conversation at Crimson. They were kind of connecting over uh, not knowing their children. Um, Nina was talking about thinking it was it was Sasha for a little while, and then Sasha wasn't her daughter. So Nina's trying to like convince Nell to be a good mother and explain that it's in her own best interest. Um, and and then basically, so this is a boring flashback. It just flashed back a couple days ago to Carly basically making that same argument to Nell. Just like, prove that you're a good mother and you put his interests first and it will only help everyone. Um, what neither of them really said, you know, they were both playing on Nell's need for sort of validation maybe for, uh, from other people. What neither of them actually said is that might help you in your custody case. Right by making this decision for the benefit of your child that would put her in better standing, surely, with the court. But yeah. no one's actually made that argument to her. Right, and as everyone, Michael and, and Willow and everyone was talking about this, like, I get that custody is really important, but if they could, lever- if they, like, it doesn't, I get that cust- the, they want to win the custody battle, but if, Wiley getting the procedure happens at the expense of Nell being in his life more. That seems to be the the win win. You know, mm. not important. Um, so Willow. Uh, speaking of Willow, so we go to the scene. It's like the two couples, Willow and Chase, and Sasha and Michael. And Willow walks in and he says, "You never know. You'll never guess who I just bumped into." Which again just makes me laugh because that's the whole show. The show is just people bumping into each other. Then um, Michael's like, "Oh, I already know my mom." called me and told me everything about Nina and Nell in the hospital. Um, Because everyone, everyone, this is these chains of everyone getting the information. Um, Okay, so I wrote a flashback with new information finally, which is my first freak out. Um, The first flashback was um, Michael. Oh, okay, so this was a flashback. We both freaked out. Because this was a recent flashback, but it must have been just before we started watching. Yes. So it was the flashback where, um, um, and I guess this, oddly, but um, where Willow, no, Sasha suggested that Michael's case, uh, custody case would be strengthened if he was married to, like, a perfect person. And she's like, I can't do it because the whole thing of where I pretended to be Nina's daughter, but Michael should marry Willow. Yeah. Um, which, I that's still so weird to me, because family court in a soap opera seems un, seems totally divorced from reality. But, like, yes. would Sasha's past really be relevant in court if they were to get married? And, like, how did, uh, was that a legal thing she did? That I feel like they're just making it more complicated than they need to, but um, whatever. Um, okay, so then we jump back to the Crimson office. Carly comes in and interrupts Nina and Nell. And this was amazing. Nell was like, um, excuse me, you can't just barge in here. I'm like, Nell, that's all you've been doing in the Crimson office is just like <laughs> barging in and demanding a job, barging in and doing the job before you're hired. So that was really funny. My favorite part of that moment was that Carly fully 
kicked Nina out of her own office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like, we have to talk about this. Um, uh, I took a note that Chase's nose is healing, so... <laughs> So that's good news. I wonder if he got injured in real life or if they're just that committed to the realistic timeline of a healing oh, broken nose. Some script supervisor is all over that. Well, it's been three <laughs> weeks, so it'd be at this stage, and now it's just, you know, not a bandage anymore. It's just a little mark. Um, so that's pretty much the only thing that interested me about Chase. He talked about being deposed as a witness, but that seemed not a big deal. Um, okay, flashback mode. So... Nina, this is where we start getting into, like, Inception territory. So Nina and Jax are talking about the Nell situation, and Jax reveals to Nina that it's his fault because that Nell's after them because he bought Nell's kidney. Um, and then he kept it from Carly. So and this, that's, that much we knew. Yes. So it was news to Nina. News to Nina. And, and then as the episode goes on, we just... We, it's just inception of Jax admitting to Carly in the past that he took the kidney, him admitting to Jocelyn that he took the kidney. Just lots and lots and lots of, of reveals to... Just the, everyone finding out. Yes. Sonny finding out, Michael finding out. Yeah. Um, Jocelyn and Carly, and we get way more into that. But before we dive too deep, the next flashback was to Jacksonville, Florida in 1995. Incredible. So funny. So it's Jocelyn's actress playing young Carly. Yeah, I'm just going to really quick remind myself of her name so we don't just keep calling her Jocelyn's actress. Yeah. Eden McCoy. She's very good. She Especially is. seeing her younger in the flashbacks. She's, she's very good. Oh, yeah. The, the, that's in the flashback with Nell. I forgot how much of a baby she was when she first came on the show. Such a baby. Um, so Eden McCoy playing young Carly, young Carly. at the time Caroline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I wrote down, and then Nina, I wrote down as playing her biological mother, but the episode kind of reminded me, because this is something you've told me, mm-hmm. is that that was actually her adopted mother somehow, and her biological mother is Bobby. Correct. And I, I believe, you asked me during the episode and I couldn't remember, but I believe her adopted mother's name is Virginia Benson. Okay. Um, I was, yeah, I, I, I had trouble toggling those back and forth, so... She was raised by this adoptive mother and then came to Port Charles to find her biological mother. Okay, I knew that, but it like it's the moving pieces. And then I wrote, what is happening? <laughs> so they're mostly arguing about how they, they're in Jacksonville. Carly doesn't want to stay in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So that was actually very straightforward of the information. What The information we learned in the, the Jacksonville flashbacks were fairly straightforward. Um, and it's funny to me because I'm not sure how old Eden McCoy actually is, but she's obviously playing a teenager, like high school student, in the present. And I know Carly was pretty young when she first came to town, but little baby Eden seems so much younger to me. And this isn't too much, I think, earlier than when she arrives in Port Charles for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, but she's such a baby, and I know what she's about to go through, and it's knowing everything that's happened to her since she arrived in Port Charles. I'm just like, oh. She was so young. <laughs> Nothing bad had happened to her yet. And it's it's just really it's really interesting to see Carly pre-Port Charles. Yeah. And also it was really funny they had and I guess it was because that was the scene they were flashing back from, but having um is it Libby from Lost? No, what's Oh, name? the Cynthia Watchers. Cynthia Watchers. Having her play Carly's Mom was really fun. I could just, like, I really liked what she was doing with that part. It was, like, a little over the top. Yeah. Um, but um, that was just kind of fun, and I, I really liked what she did with that. They've done similar things once or twice where they have actors playing, like, characters who are currently on the show play different characters in, like, flashback. Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, a little gimmicky but really fun. Yeah. Um, they did a they did an interesting one for the anniversary a couple years ago. Maybe we'll pull it up where a couple of the actors who are on right now played uh flashback, played the original characters, like from when the show started. Yeah. I started thinking about all the other things they could do. They could have Michael play Sonny in a flashback, like the things oh. with the parents and, and children. Yeah. Um even if they don't resemble them whatsoever. Like it that's that's a nice gimmick to like keep track of, of mm-hmm. everything. Um Okay, so then um, Joss and Jocelyn and Jason, that's a, very similar names, are talking, again, Jocelyn wants Jason to do something about Nell, and then we flash back to, um, and the flashbacks were interesting too because they weren't chronological, they were kind of all over the place. Yeah, they were. So this one was Nell and Josh flashing back 
to some kind of dramatic argument they're having in like a warehouse or something. I think they were on the pier. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, now this must be some point after the baby swap. I'm not really sure. But um, Nell is like, we're sisters, we're bonded together. You have to, you know, don't call the police. Um, it was very dramatic. They got into a fight. And Joss is like, no, Avery's my sister. Christina's my sister. You're not my sister. And again, thank you, Jocelyn, for helping me. Like, it's good reminders of who, what the relationships yeah. are. Do you remember, just, you know, quiz time, how Avery and Christina are her sisters? Oh, I do. This is easy. Oh, good. We already oh, talked good. about all Sunny's kids. So Avery is Carly and... Sunny's no. no, no, no. Okay, Avery is Sunny and Ava's daughter. Yes. So she's her sister because Sunny's her stepdad. Yes. Yeah. And then Christina is Sunny's daughter with Alexis. Yes. Yes. Um, so that was very dramatic. They kind of get into a fight. And then um, <laughs> Nell goes, it turns out, you know, I thought you were different, but it turns out you're just like Carly. I've been trying to show you how awful Carly is, but you're just like her. And Joss is like, hell yes, I am. And I was like, does Nell know she played her in the flashback? <laughs> um, and then um, Carly, or uh, uh, Jocelyn had that line, that like very, very soapy line, but like, you messed with the wrong family, you bitch, um, which was good. And then we move right into these other flashbacks that are all kind of like Russian ne- nesting dolls. So we flashback. <laughs> um, Carly's confronting Nell about something, and she's like, I treated you like a daughter. Um how could you do this? And then it comes out that like Nell tried to seduce Sonny or make it seem like they were sleeping together. Carly was like, you left your bra in his bed and you arranged flowers from him. And then you see like Michael's there too. And it seems like this big reveal. Carly's like, you, we trusted you. You did these underhanded things. And then Michael like goes to Nell is like, I'm going to give you one chance to explain this to me. So it was at a point where they were still together, maybe right before they broke up. Maybe. So I, I, which I've been watching the show, so obviously we've talked about how I recently took a sort of lo- longer break from the show where I wasn't really keeping up with it. And then prior to that, I was a little bit on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know the exact timeline. Um, I'm not sure if she and Michael, like I'm not sure exactly when she and Michael started dating versus when she was trying to either seduce or fake seduce Sonny. Um, I know they never actually slept together. I think she may have, like, drugged him and climbed into bed with him once or something, but nothing, like, actually happened. Um, but it did seem like at that point, Michael had a, a personal stake in whatever was going on, certainly. Yeah, and they certainly wouldn't have started dating after all this. So they must Well, have... Michael's, bless his heart, might have been stupid enough to give her a, a chance. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know. What... It depends on exactly the timeline. I can't remember the order of events. Yeah. Um, I guess what was interesting for me is, like, just seeing Michael and Nell, like, maybe sort of together, and we see more stuff with them later. Like, I almost forgot, of course, they dated and had a relationship. In order to, to have a child. Right. But, like, it, like, like I said, everyone's motivations and relationships seem very static to me, just, like, what's happening now. Um, so seeing all that, like, play out was very, um, was just interesting to see that perspective. Um and all the other flashbacks with Nell were amazing. But we'll get to those. Um, so then we go back to the present, where Nell and Carly are still arguing in the magazine office. And we got a whole bunch of information. Yes. Nell just kind of called out all of Carly's history mm-hmm. and, and drawing those parallels. Which we talked about, because you, I think you told me that Carly originally came to Port Charles to confront slash destroy her biological mother, Bobby. Bobby. Um. And then, you know, Nell is doing the same thing to Carly. So it was fun seeing them, the characters, draw that parallel. And she kind of listed everything. Um, so, you know, you came here to destroy your mom. You seduced Bobby's husband. Um, you had Michael w- with, I know, AJ Quartermain mm-hmm. to get leverage, to get into in with the Quartermains and leverage over Sonny and Jason, which I don't fully understand. And then, corner. Yeah, and then... Um, and then you seduced Bobby's husband and made it seem like it was Tony Jones's fault. This is my Tony person. She, she means, uh, Tony Jones is said husband. Yeah. She just, okay, I wasn't sure if you I was, caught that, because she did say it almost as if it was a different person. Yeah. And then you drugged AJ Quartermain, and 
all this other stuff. And she's like, I want what you got. I want this magic makeover. And Wiley is my key into all these families and relationships. So that was just a lot. Um, Do you want to do a history corner and tell me about that? I'm... I think it would be almost more confusing to do it now. I can wait till the end of the episode. Okay. And then we'll 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 talk. Um, but yeah, there was just a lot of things happening there that was like this gold mine of new information. Because um, like, you know, it's all very engineered to bring up Carly's backstory as well, which is interesting. Soaps aren't big on subtext so much as text. Text. Mm-hmm. And they are real big on parallels yeah which makes sense especially when these stories span these generations and generations um okay so we see a little flashback of Nell and Michael a little meet cute moment kind of um and then the flashbacks are Nell coming to town kind of introducing herself saying she's Jocelyn's kidney donor but not revealing who she really is I, I, one thing I'm not clear about is why they were looking for Jocelyn's donor in the first place. It's not terribly important, but it seemed like they, like, had this whole search and published articles about it, and that didn't make Uh, a ton of sense to me. Okay. We're not gonna get into this. Okay. We're going to have follow-up questions. Okay, I'll try to contain myself. The short version is that they thought they knew who Jocelyn's kidney donor was. Oh, Okay. And it turns out that it could not have been said person because the person whose kidney they thought Jocelyn had was supposed to have died and donated the organ. But then that character turned out to be alive and could not possibly have given Jocelyn a kidney. Gotcha. And I believe that is what prompted them to question where this mystery kidney inside of their daughter's body came from. Interesting. And do I know the person? Um, you haven't met him. It's Elizabeth's middle son, Jake. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> it, doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense. But it, it helps explain what was happening there because yeah. that was confusing. Um, then we see Carly hiring Nell to be her personal assistant. Um, just kind of personally interesting for me, Nell is from Georgia, <laughs> uh, and Carly's from Florida, so we got a little southern contingent. Um, um, oh, then we go back to another Jacksonville flashback into Carly's past. She has a whole speech about, I want to travel, and I want money, and I want to go to Paris, and I don't want to stay in this town and marry someone. Um, basically, she wants to marry a mobster. So, like, <laughs> so it, worked out, it worked out really well for her. It did. Um, and then she, this was helpful, again, for me, just to kind of track. They, they do keep referencing this. So Frank is Nell's real dad and Carly's adopted dad that she didn't really know. So Frank was married to fake Nina in that flashback. Yes. Um, which they, they reinforced that for me a couple times. Yeah. It's just good to keep straight. So they were married. They adopted Carly. Then Frank took off, left the family. Ended up somewhere else with a new family and had Nell. Unless your theory is correct and Nina turns out to be Nell's mom, in which case Frank isn't her real father either. But let's cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember that theory now because there's too much, too much, <laughs> has, too much has, ha- has happened. Um, okay, here's another little rabbit hole to go down, to, down into. So, Please. Um, Jason, again, is giving Jocelyn some scheming advice, basically, and how to be strategic and Machiavellian about this thing with Nell and the judge and the court. And then we see a flashback of, um, it's a whole series of flashbacks about Nell meeting everyone else. Um, meeting, she meets Jocelyn. They all find out that Nell donated this kidney. Here's my confusion. Mm-hmm. So when Nell meets baby, baby Jocelyn. Yeah, she was so, so cute. So tiny. So this is like a while ago. Well, that's when, yeah, that was a while ago. That just was basi- them finding out that Nell was the kidney donor. But Jocelyn actually got the kidney, like, years before that. Right. And it must have been quite a, a, a like, between finding out Nell gave her the kidney to present. Just based on that oh, actress, sure. Eden. Eden McCoy. Just how young she was. Like, that's yeah, a couple of years. at least. Um, but, okay, so when Nell first introduces herself to Jocelyn, Jocelyn's like, hi, you know, you just were talking to my brother Michael. 
um, I'm Jocelyn Jacks. We have different last names because we have different fathers, which is, again, just helpful advice or helpful information right off the bat. So wait, so her last name is, her name is Jocelyn Jacks? Mm-hmm. So Jacks is not this guy's first name. No. Okay, that, that was so confusing. Or I, <laughs> Jax, not, Jax. Not really confusing, but like, and seeing it spelled like that, like, so, that just, that just upturned something I was very sure about. Ah. Uh, because I, I thought see. his name was, his first name was J-A-X. That's what they, that's his like nickname, like they do spell it J-A-X when they're referring to him specifically. Okay, but his last name is J-A-C-K-S. Correct. His first name is Jasper. No, it's not. It is. No one calls him Jasper, Jasper though. Jacks. His name is Jasper Jacks. He has a brother named Jerry Jacks. Um, so J- Jasper Jacks, Jerry Jacks, Jocelyn Jacks. Yikes. Um, but J- <laughs> Jocelyn's a great source of names and relationship uh, connections this yes, episode. Yes, she was very helpful. Um, okay, so then we see very sweet flash- flashbacks. So baby Jocelyn finding out that Noah was the donor was really sweet, and she kind of hugged her and thanked her. There's a little bit with... Nell kind of interrupting Jocelyn and Oscar. We don't see Oscar, but it's like right when they start dating. And I wrote down, was their relationship name Josker? Oh, their shit name? Yeah. Um, probably. It's gotta be, right? Got it, surely. Um, so just kind of sweet flashbacks. Honestly, I enjoyed seeing like baby Jocelyn a little like window into her backstory. Um, and then we move very briefly. All the present scenes are like three lines of dialogue and then they just go into flashbacks. So. Gotta make it last. Oh my gosh. So we're back in the kitchen with Michael and Sasha and Willow and Chase talking about the custody battle. But they're they're talking how this is... Uh, they're diving into Nell's, Nell's motives um, just to give the audience more information, it feels like. But they're like, oh, it's payback for Michael's grandmothers both rejecting her. <laughs> which is a whole weird loop around. Um, and then there's flashbacks of Bobby confronting Nell and Monica kind of having some time with Nell, um, which is just kind of like, okay, that might as well happen. (laughs) Um, none of that was like really new information. Um, and then we go back to Jax and those reveals. So I think this is the flashback where he's telling Carly that it's his fault. Yeah. And Carly has a out of context, great out of context line. I know you're not capable of paying a man to harvest his own child's organs. Like that would be a line I use to someone to explain this show. Like yeah. this is just uh, wild. Um, uh, Sonny just has a great moment when he finds out, and he, I love his like his his moral compass. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he kind of gets down on Jax. He's like, oh, when you thought it was an anonymous person, a nameless, faceless person, that was okay, but then it was a man's own daughter, but you didn't ask any questions. And then right five seconds later, I was like, but you're saving your child, and I respect that. <laughs> so I really like his, um, his, his moral compass is very, uh, he's getting a, a, a very, it's, it's a little all over the place. Um, so still in flashback mode, Jax was basically like almost arrested for the kidney deal. And then Nell refused to say anything that could have implicated him. Which is the one thing this episode they didn't flash back to or explain. Yeah, so I was confused, like, what happened in that moment of the story that she didn't do that. Because she seems to want revenge for this whole thing. Right. And blames Carly. And here's the person who actually knew about it and did it. And then she doesn't say anything. So that's... uh, again, they didn't go into extreme detail about certain things, which I think is funny because it was just, like, solid flashbacks. Yeah. Um, but I believe the reason she blames Carly is because Jax did pay Frank, but then Frank lied to her and told her Carly was supposed to have paid them and didn't, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So it, it is interesting that that information doesn't change anything about Nell's motivation. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't be Nell if it did, I suppose. Right. Um, so all the flashbacks, there was little bits and pieces of what Nell actually did, like trying to seduce Sunny and stealing, maybe, and I, I'm a little unclear of what her whole plan was or if she was just, like, wreaking havoc, trying to wreak havoc across the board and as it went on or if there was a plan. So as much information as we got, there wasn't, like, a clear picture of the whole arc, because it was like, probably over weeks and weeks, so mm-hmm. that makes Probably sense. months and months. Yeah, so not not a complaint, but um, 
But the scene, then we, there's a flashback where she reveals her last name is Benson to Carly and reveals she's Frank's daughter and all this other stuff in this big dramatic kind of reveal. Um, and then I just wrote, I need to see everyone's backstory like this. They could just do like each character do a deep dive. Because this was really Nell and then Carly, a secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could do this for every character. I'm sure there's plenty of material. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think we talked the other day, we, we heard that Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, once they run out of their currently filmed, like, footage, that they are going to be doing these sort of character feature weeks of, like, flashback, like, old episodes. Once General Hospital runs out of footage, I would love to see that as well. Yeah. I mean, and it, I could be wrong, but it sounds like those other shows are going to do, like, iconic episodes with these characters. Seeing it like this, like, all jam-packed, like... From, is you know yeah. it's just very cool I like it, that yeah, I like sure. that they're doing it this way um oh okay this might this might be the same thing with the Tony thing where okay. I extrapolate a lot but um we're back in the Jacksonville flashbacks with baby um Carly mm-hmm. and I mean she just has a great line her mom's like you know like her mom was saying something like I know you're saying you want to travel but like it's not that great like you can build a, I don't exactly what she said like you know, going gr- to those places isn't going to make you happy. Right. And then Jocelyn, this is a very teenage, like, snapback. He's just like, well, I'll let you know after I've been there. Which I thought, I thought was really funny. And then um, they're talking about Frank and where to find Frank. Um, really kind of shoehorned in to, like, make it relevant to the present. But, and then, I don't remember who said it or in exactly what context. But, um, like, but Carly was like, you... Like, you must know where Frank is. Um, isn't he still f- friends with Ken? Like, a family friend? Oh, no, isn't he still friends with Mr. Richardson? And then her mom was like, oh, Ken won't know where Frank is. Something like that. So there's a, someone named Ken Richardson, and I remember that Portia's last name is Richardson. When we first met it's her. It's not. It's not the same person? It's, no, 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 it's not. Her name isn't Richardson. It's, like, Robinson. Oh, okay, you're right. I didn't, like, I thought I was making a connection, so never mind. That's amazing. Also, Portia wasn't in this episode at all, so I was thinking about her because I miss her. Of Um, course. Because the one thread, if nothing else, is that I love Portia. Um, Okay, so that was a nothing thing. We can ignore that. Over two. Um, And then, okay, then we see Michael in a flashback, but a more recent one. He has Wiley back Mm -hmm. um, after the swap, and he's playing with Wiley, and Jason's there giving him some advice. Which is very cute to see that over the years and flashbacks and even in the present, Jason's kind of like in advice mode. Um, he's giving Michael advice about what to do with Nell. Um, all right. Um, uh, Jason says something like, you know, Nell is really convincing. She convinced you she was a good person. She convinced Brad that he'd be happy with a stolen baby, which is just a really funny way to phrase that. Um, and, okay, and then this is my, this I think is my favorite scene. So it was another flashback with Michael and Wiley, so kind of post-baby swap, but pre, pre-present, obviously. <laughs> um, but Michael and Jocelyn were playing with the baby, and Jocelyn said something like, oh, you know, I, I love him even more now that I'm his aunt, when earlier I guess she thought he was... Probably connected to her in some way, but her cousin. cousin. Um, But she's like, I love him even more, and she's saying what a great dad he is. And then she's she asks something like, you know, are you resentful of the time you missed out on? And Michael said something really sweet. I he he said, you know, we can't be angry or sad about the things we've missed. We just have to look at the present. And again, like Michael has been very one note in what I've seen him do. Um, Similar to to Nell and some of their characters, he's been just talking about the custody battle. I'm worried about the custody battle, and I, um, I didn't, I've never really felt like I knew him at all, right? So, like, this, this scene with Jocelyn was really sweet, and, like, that's a beautiful outlook on this very odd situation where you find out your son is actually alive, um, so I really like that moment of them bonding as siblings, because I've also never seen them interact on the show, and then Jocelyn, um, a question mark, but also sweet, she was like, kind of, like, reflectively, you know, do you think we survived the shooting so we could all leave to this moment? And I just wrote, like, Hart, Jocelyn, and Michael. Like, they were talking about their childhood and growing up together, and it was all very sweet. I don't know what the shooting is, and it didn't seem relevant. (laughs) But, um, 
I was not especially surprised to hear, uh, but that was not the point of the episode. But right, right. I, I believe that was just a reference to um, Cyrus Renault had. Um, there was a, a bit of a shootout. I think it's why Joss and Deb are on lockdown in the house with the guards, because they're trying to keep them safe from Cyrus. Oh, maybe the one where um, Trina's dad was killed? Nope, different shootout. Okay, okay. But a Cyrus Renault connected shootout. Yes. That, that makes sense. Um, um, so yeah, that was just a really nice character beat it was. to see. Michael's um, a very good brother. Yeah, I like... That that alone gave me more insight into his character than anything that's been going on live, like live yeah. over the last few weeks. Um, then we do some more flashbacks, kind of wrapping up the, all the Jax reveals, which is good because I know nothing about Jax except up t- <laughs> until this episode. I just knew he was dating Nina, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flashbacks with Carly, this was a flashback with Carly. Um, I just really like their relationship. It seems like they're good co-parents. Um the you know the more dramatic reveal about the kidney was was dramatic, but the, this this flashback was like he came over to see her and she was really excited to see him, and then he revealed he was being deported back to Australia. Yeah, cool. Um, and he can't come back, which of course he does. But um, but she seemed really broken up, you know, and mm-hmm. so seeing that they're like friends and on really good terms was really nice. Um, so. I don't think it's especially relevant, but I'm not clear how Jax is able to come back. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of end in the present with... Um, oh, and there's lots of nice things about Jax and his daughter and how much he loves her, so they both seem like good parents. Um, and then kind of the last scene in the present was back to the present with Carly and Nell. Um, and Nell... And this is maybe a little bit um, playing into, like, on some level, she seems a little delusional because it sounds like she's saying, like, not only I wanted your life, I wanted to destroy you, but she also had this, uh, she wanted her to recognize her and mm-hmm. say that they're sisters. And Carly's like, no, we're not related <laughs> in any way. Um, um, but now it's like, you should have recognized me, you know who I was. Um, so that seems unrealistic of of Nell, but um, I, seeing all the flashbacks of her, she seemed very intentional in her plan, and this is all very thought out. But then maybe this this is her like subco- subconsciously she wants that recognition. That's there's a lot to unpack there still. Yeah. Um, with them. Um, but yeah, the there this was really they were the stars of this episode, so. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of fitting the last scene was with them. And then it seemed like the big kind of question mark to end on is Nell saying, no, Carly, you, you know who I am. You saw me. So whether that's maybe when Carly came to visit Frank in the past, she saw a little girl or something like that. Um, uh, Nell seemed to be conflating, you know, who, you knew you saw me with Frank and then, I wasn't, sh- and then you knew about the kidney, so I wasn't sure mm. which she meant. If Carly maybe was, it seems from the flashbacks that Carly did not know about the kidney thing, so I don't think that's what Nell is referring to. Okay, um, that was all very garbled, but um, it was the end of a, a long series of flashbacks. Um, but yeah, those were those were my thoughts. There was so so much, and it was a good mix of. Filling in some gaps, some brand new information, some nice character beats and reveals. There was a lot of different types of, a lot of different types of things we were getting from each flashback. Yes. Each one served a very different purpose. Okay, so I'm very talked out. I kind of just monologue recapped that episode. Um, so yes, what are your thoughts? On my thoughts on the episode, um... Because I kind of just barreled through all that. No, I mean, there was a lot there. Um, uh, You know, it's funny. I don't have as much to say about the episode as I might normally because a lot of what I would normally say is explaining all of the things that they just flashed back to show you. Yeah. um, To sort of contextualize things for you. So what I want to do is just jump into History Corner. Okay, cool. Because part of it is going to be relevant. Mm Mm-hmm. And then part of it is just going to illuminate some stuff in general, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
So, so I think I think there's two main topics where I can guess that okay. we're going to talk about. Please. That would be um, Jason's parentage. Mm-hmm. And then um, the more relevant to the episode one would be Carly's past, I guess. Like with um, how, when she got to town and some of the things she did that kind of came out in that, that scene with Nell. So that's my guess is to, you're going to talk about one or both of those. So you're close. I'm going to talk about kind of both of those. Um, because they're actually very much related. Oh, okay. I'm not going to dive as deep. Well, no, we'll see. Okay. So here's where I'm going to start. Story time. Story time. So you know Dr. Monica Quartermain at this point. Yes. I think all I know about her is that she is... Oh, my God. Um, I always have to, like... Think it's it's like it's like a lateral thinking game. Okay, so Dottie is Carly's mom. So she's okay. So she's a quarter main. She's AJ's mother, mm-hmm. and Michael's grandmother. And she has an alcohol problem. Right. Established. And it seems like she's also somehow Jason's mom. Okay. Okay. But so I think that's all I know about her. Long time ago, Monica uh, married Alan Quartermain. Okay. They had a kind of tumultuous marriage with at least one affair on either side. They had one son together, AJ Quartermain. Cool. And then Alan had an affair with another woman, gave birth to twin boys, which they didn't know at the time. That they were boys, that they were twins, (laughs) that they were his children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They did not know that there were twins. One of them ended up being raised elsewhere by other people. One of them, Monica and Alan raised. And that's Jason and Drew. Right? You are too good, yes. We've talked about this enough that you're probably piecing some things together. Right, okay. So So, so Monica's not his biological mother. She's not. Alan is... Alan Quartermain is his father. Correct. His mother is someone we don't know. Susan Moore is okay. her name, but it's not relevant okay. to your life. So, and they were raised by other people? No, Jason was raised by Alan and Monica. Oh, okay. Drew, no one knew Drew existed until years later. Okay, right, 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 because we talked about this. We've talked about this. So, did Jason, don't think too much no, about no, it? No, 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 ask your question. So, did Jason know that Monica wasn't his mother? So why isn't he Jason Quartermain? Okay. So, you've got AJ, you've got Jason. They also adopted uh, Emily Quartermain, who we've mentioned. Oh, She's yeah. been played by Amber Tamblyn, right. uh, who you know. And um, AJ's kind of a fuck-up. Mm-hmm. AJ was also an alcoholic um, and kind of a dick, frankly. Jason was the golden child. Prominent family, straight A's, was going to be a doctor. And he was Jason Quartermain. He was Jason Quartermain. Oh, whoa, I had no idea. I thought he just emerged fully formed as a, a man who doesn't care about the law. So he was Jason Quartermain, so he's he going to be a doctor. He's going to be a doctor. Wow. Then, one night, AJ and Jason are in the car. AJ's drunk, I believe. They get into a car crash. And... I want to say nearly unprecedented for a soap. Jason loses his memory for good. Oh. Which never happens. There's always some big, dramatic, you know, last-ditch appeal by their true love or what have you, and and a character gets their memory back. So Jason Jason just has the worst luck with memory issues. He really does. Bless his heart, that boy lost... Every memory of his entire family, of his entire life up to that point. And the Quartermains, you've seen, like, a fraction of the Quartermains, and you've seen a fraction of them together, but they are a very overwhelming force when they are of one mind or when they are not, but they're all in the same place. And they really, in in trying to sort of get Jason back, his memories back? And just sort of him. Like, he was really deeply uncomfortable. You know, he didn't know who anyone was. He was feeling really overwhelmed. 
he and it was like a personality shift too it's not like he was the same guy just didn't remember anything he was he became very very taciturn very um he had a lot of anger issues um and back in those days and they were trying so hard to hang on to him and so hard to turn him back into their golden child that they really pushed him away Okay. So he he stopped using the name Quartermain. He picked Morgan, which was um, his grandmother's maiden name. I can't remember if that's why he picked it, but um, Lila Quartermain, who I think I've mentioned to you as was Lila Morgan before she married into the Quartermains. So he started going by Jason Morgan. He um, met Sunny. Yeah. Who well. just sort of accepted accepted him as he was, best offered him a job. Best they best they became friend. best friends. They're such good friends. Um, he had a really sweet. I know I keep mentioning her, and you don't really know who she is, but Anastar Robin at the time had recently lost her boyfriend Stone to AIDS, um, and she was uh, living with HIV and and still like in the sort of immediate aftermath of that and struggling with that, and he. And Robin met on a bridge. I think she was considering jumping, and he kind of talked her down, and they bonded, and they had this really sweet sort of tragedy-informed romance. I don't want to say it was a tragic romance, because they weren't tragic together, but they were both coming from a place where they were really hurting. They had a really sweet romance. Um, Which ended, I can't remember exactly... Oh, just kidding. I know exactly why that's going to come up later. Um, But I think they were a little on and off, because then at one point... Carly comes into town. Here, here's we're we're circling back. We're getting there. Okay. Carly shows up in town, and I think at some point before she starts uh, trying to seduce Bobby's husband Tony, mm-hmm. she and Jason uh, meet and briefly sleep together for a little while. I don't think they even exchange names. It was like very early days. Um, this is also, by the way, like, four actresses ago for Carly. Yeah. Laura Wright's been playing her for, like, 15 years, but she went mm-hmm. through a few actresses prior. Um, so Carly... I'm sorry. Real quick sidebar. Yes. I know Sunny and Jason are best, best yes. friends. So Sunny has slept with Jason's wife, and Jason has slept with Sunny's wife. Correct. Great. Just, just, just had to sidebar that. Amazing. So Carly and Jason briefly sleep together, nothing serious. Carly, uh, successfully seduces her mother's husband and I think nearly gets him to leave her but he doesn't she has a drunken she, they have a fight or something she's a drunken one night stand with AJ Quartermain okay Jason's brother okay and regrets it immediately is very relieved when AJ is so drunk he at first appears to not remember the evening mm-hmm she, I think at this point, still wants Tony. Then she turns up pregnant. With Michael. With Michael. Cool. So at first, she either hopes or thinks the baby is Tony's. Okay. Definitely doesn't want it to be AJ's. The quarter means, again, a force to be reckoned with. She doesn't want any involvement with them. She doesn't want AJ to be the father or them to take her child from her. Um... Tony, she finds out, though, is planning to leave her and take the baby. Or, you know, try to get full custody. So she freaks out, goes to Jason, with whom she's become good friends at this point. And I don't know, because this was before my time watching the show. I'm not sure if it was Jason's idea or Carly's, but they decide to pretend that Jason is the father. Oh, okay. So... They are able to successfully fend off Tony. I'm not sure that AJ has any inkling that Eve it could be the father at this point. But they tell everyone that Jason's the father. Um, Carly has the baby, Michael, um, and has some severe postpartum depression and can't even handle holding him. Mm-hmm. So she takes off. She leaves town. Jason names him Michael Morgan. After his best friend, Sonny. And then proceeds to raise Michael for about a year, year and a half, give or take. Um, I think at this point he and Robin are either still together or back together. So he and Robin are are raising Michael. This makes that scene where he's giving her advice so sweet. You have no idea. Jason, uh, bless his heart, when he had to give Michael up, 
he did it because he is an angel, but he has never really stopped being a father to Michael. Aww. So, Carly comes back into town at some point, but I, Robin, okay, so this is why Robin and, and Jason ultimately ended for good and could never get back together. Robin told AJ the truth. Ooh, dun dun dun. It didn't completely destroy her relationship with Jason. They're still really good friends, like to this day. Um, when she whenever she does come back into town, but it it really put a a, a severe dent uh, in in their relationship and his trust of her. And it was really hard on Jason to give Michael up. So then there was a whole custody battle with uh, with AJ and Carly. This Nell referenced. Carly, like, I think tried to make AJ think he had fallen off the wagon again. She, like, left him in an alley covered in alcohol. I had, like, drugged him or something to make mm-hmm. him think he was drinking again. I think Nell specifically said you drugged AJ Quartermain and left him in an alley. Yes, <laughs> It was very yes. specific. Which, I want to know how Nell knows that much about things that happened, like, decades ago when she wasn't even in town, but I digress. So, at some point in all of this, Carly and Sunny have started seeking each other. I'm not sure how serious it is at this point, but AJ had, like, pressured Carly into marrying him and raising Michael together, which did not go well. And after about five minutes, Carly was like, fuck this. Sunny, I believe, took Carly to... Like, I don't ask me the actual real-life legalities of this, because this sounds fake. But Carly went with Sunny to, like, the Dominican Republic to get, like, an uncontested divorce from AJ or something batch it and then they um end up and this I think I have referenced to you because it was when we were talking about how Sunny is a mobster that doesn't do anything mob-like ever Mm -hmm. um but he like strung AJ up and threatened him and forced him to give up his parental rights to Michael oh you maybe did allude to this yes so Carly and and Sunny end up married Sunny legally adopts Michael Mm -hmm. Michael Morgan becomes Michael Corinthos the third and sort of the rest is history. Carly and Sonny are his parents. That he grew up with them. Car- Sonny's his dad in, in almost every way that counts. But just Jason is also his dad. Interesting. And so he still has a relationship with the Quartermains. Because Monica seems... They must have reconsidered. Still, I was going to say it's the wrong word. But he now has a relationship with the Quartermains. Okay, gotcha. Because Monica's very... She seems like... Yeah, like, to care a lot about him. So it took a really long time for Jason to repair his relationship with the Quartermains. Mm -hmm. He was... He actually was able to stay pretty close with Emily um, until she died. But it took him a really long time to come around to Alan and Monica. And he didn't fully... I actually was just recently... I've been re-watching some old storylines from about 2007. And Jason... um, Alan was dying in the hospital, and Jason was supposed to go see him, but decided to, to do something else first, and then Alan died before he could go talk to him, and Jason, like, really regretted that. So it took a long time, but he finally repaired his own relationship with the Quartermains. Um, and then for Michael, it took a lot longer, because when Michael was a child, that wasn't really his choice. Mm-hmm. Carly obviously wanted nothing to do with them. Sonny backed her. Um, they didn't want Michael to be involved with the Quartermains. Mm-hmm. But when Michael became an adult, he became more involved with that side of his family. And remember, so now, Monica is his grandmother. Jason is his biological uncle. Right. Um, and Ned is his, like, cousin removed something or other. So he, he I think, now lives in the house, um, the Quartermain house with, like, Monica and everybody... Um, he's he's involved with the Quartermain Company, ELQ. Michael is? Yeah. Oh. hmm I know that's really far removed from what we're what yeah. we've been talking about in the past couple episodes. Um, but Michael um definitely has a very like above board life. Mm-hmm. Unlike Sonny, but but they oh, right. they got close. Oh, we also talked about this a few episodes ago and really didn't get into it. But remember, I've referenced Michael changed his name to Michael Quartermain at one point, yes. and then kind of back to Michael Corinthos. Yes. And you were like, that's not easy, haha, <laughs> some fight. What I neglected to get into with you then is Michael changed his name to Michael Quartermain 
because Sonny murdered AJ, his biological father. Oh. So they had a big falling out. Oh, wow. Um, so I will say Sonny thought, not without cause, that AJ had murdered his girlfriend. Not Carly? Clearly not, Carly. He had a different girlfriend. He, yes. Car- remember, Carly and Sonny have been married on and off like five times. Right. So Sonny was, was with someone else. I think they were either engaged or married or something even. Um, she was murdered. She left... Wait, is it Kiki? Oh, God, no. Okay. Way too young. Very okay. creepy. No. Okay. Sonny's got questionable morals, but not that I'm questionable. I'm trying to think of who I know that's been murdered. You don't know okay. her. Okay. Um, her name was Connie uh, Falconary. She's Olivia's cousin. Um, anyway... She was murdered, and then using her blood, she spelled out AJ. And also, AJ had recently threatened her with a gun. So, Sonny had his reasons. Um, so he kills AJ. Michael finds out, kind of has a falling out with the entire family, because Car- he finds out Carly knew, and of course didn't turn in Sonny, because they're probably married again by this point. Um, or something. And changes his name to Michael, Quartermain somehow gets custody of Avery for a little while because Ava and Sonny were like mid custody battle and then I think Ava went to prison for a while. So Michael gets custody of Avery and legally changes her name to Avery Jerome Quartermain and then goes up to Sonny and is like, This is like, I'm gonna raise Avery now and I'm gonna call her AJ Quartermain. And it was like the simultaneously, like, the stupidest, pettiest, but also, like, funniest fuck you I've, like, ever witnessed on a soap. Um, and then they, like, made up and he gave every back. It was really weird. <laughs> wow. Good history lesson. Okay, honestly, there's so many other tangents we could go off of there, but I think I'm gonna just stop while I'm ahead unless you have specific follow-up questions. Um, and- that answered so many questions for me. Um, it's almost like this is a continuing story that's been going on for 40 years. <laughs> uh, over 50, but Over 50. Close. There's so much. Favorite character of the episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm, well, um, I'm, I'm kind of speechless. I learned so much about Jason, which I wasn't expecting yeah. after all this. And I, to be fair, I was like... 100% waiting for an opportunity to tell you about Jason's backstory. So I yeah. know Carly's was slightly more relevant, but they gave you so much of Carly's in the episode. Right. Yeah. That, do you have enough brain power left to come up with a favorite I, I, can, I can. I can do it. I can do it. Okay, I believe um, you. So, I, I'm going to say two favorite characters tied. Um, and I kind of referenced this towards the end, too. But um, Jocelyn and Michael had the best flashbacks. Like, Mm -hmm. their flashbacks were so much more about their characters. And there was some plot, too. But um, Jocelyn, I feel like I've gotten to know much more through the teenage storylines. But Michael, like, this was, like, like I said, it was really beautiful. So um, Michael and Jocelyn just won the flashbacks for me, 100%. And I'm way more invested in Michael now. Um, And then I think... I think I'm going to say... This is, this is a cop-out, but I'm going to say my least favorite character is Frank Benson. This <laughs> seems like a real asshole. He wasn't even in the episode. I know, but, but he was mentioned a lot. I'll allow it. I don't know if he's ever been on screen in this show, if he's just like... Mm, maybe briefly. If he was, it wasn't in any significant way. It, yeah. it, it was maybe like, I don't know, showing up to harass Carly for money, um, as which they referenced him doing by letter. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he's just this like, this, like nameless, faceless person, but um, he kind of kickstarted all this and Jax isn't entirely innocent either because he mm. came up with the whole plan right um so we'll officially say Jax is my least favorite character on screen uh, for that reason he was very remorseful and talked a lot about it but he still did that and I'm it's kind of wild to me that anyone's okay with it but but yeah um this uh, like and Nell and Carly were both outstanding and it was very cool to see all of their flashbacks but yeah, um, I think it's, I think Nell is played by, I want to say her name is Chloe Lanier, and Carly, I mentioned, is played by uh, Laura Wright. Mm-hmm. They did a great job, but really that one scene with Michael just, like, unlocked him for me, so. Oh, good. I, I really like Michael, so I'm glad you have 
uh, uh, I'm glad you've found a way into him and, yeah. and starting to give a shit. Yeah, I do. I give, I, I do give a shit. <laughs> well, that was so crazy and so much fun. Um, if every episode is going to be like this from now on, we're in for, oh. we're in for a roller coaster. The thing that surprised me the most was when it cut to the hospital scene, I was like, oh, there's a hospital, there's an actual hospital in this, which sounds dumb, <laughs> but I'd never thought about what the title was for.